Yeah, Mia, thank you very much for the, agreeing to do the podcast. It's um, it's a pleasure to be able to speak with you. If we could start, would you be able to just um, tell me about sort of what project you're working on at the moment? What's keeping you going? <laughs> What's keeping me going and keeping me busy? During these days, I just um, uh, currently I have a lot of speaking engagement and I'm so honoured to actually be able to share both my experience and stories from like 25 years of leadership experience in different fields. And I also lecture at the International Space University within the field of leadership. So, so that's what's keeping me going. I really love to be able to contribute to a better world for, for everyone. And uh, to be able to join you at a podcast like this really means a lot to me because I think when we share knowledge and inspiration, we can make a change to a better future. So, so that's what keeps me going and awake at day and night. <laughs> that's great to hear. This, and this episode, really, we're looking at the metaphorical sense of walls and how, how to create spaces moving forward, especially university spaces and with uh, increasing technology and digital um, in the digital age, I suppose, we're, we're trying to ask what the future of university spaces are. So um, would you be able to tell me about a memorable space that you have from your time at university or uh, or maybe you're still studying, I suppose? <laughs> yeah, and I, I would actually, because I think my biggest momentum in my own, because I practice lifelong learning and I think that's the way that I don't think I know that's the way we have to do it moving forward. So the past six years I've been educating myself at a new popular university, Singularity University in Silicon Valley and also at the International Space University to always keep my career and my path like moving forward and being in the forefront of what's happening and buzzing in the world. And I think one of my biggest momentum in my own time was actually when the first web education came out in Singularity because being like kind of a tech nerd and a space nerd, I've been here in Stockholm in Sweden where I'm based today, seeing and hearing everything that's happening in Silicon Valley, being attracted to it but not being able to do it since I was a single mother of two boys. So just opening up that possibility, I think is the biggest momentum in my life or in my career as a leader to actually be able to join that through webinars, but just like meeting all these amazing people, getting the top of the knowledge that you can have within the field of technology, just walking into that space. And that was actually in, uh, on, online, but just walking into that space was really a momentum that really gives me goosebumps still when I think about it, because that shifted my life. What are the biggest changes from when you were a young person growing up, what are the biggest changes that we see today from universities and learning spaces? I think the the biggest change that you have today, and also seeing my kids today uh, in school, is that when, when they grow up or when I uh, grow up, knowledge was power. And we, we went to school to gain knowledge. Knowledge today is not a power as such because we have knowledge with us everywhere we go. We all carry around on a supercomputer and soon we have it even in our brains, but we're not going to go there yet. But still we have 
that knowledge with us everywhere. So the skills that we need to train in universities, that we need to train within the field of leadership and other, um, it's gonna, it's changing. And that also needs, that we need to look at the universities today to say how will education look in the future and what do we need, what technology do we need to embrace to train the new skills. And a lot of work is being done, especially in the UK at the moment, with the micro-credentials coming in and adapting into the university style. So we actually, we are moving, but I think we need to really grasp that uh, change now and adapt because otherwise it's a really risk that the universities as such not disappears but they, they're gonna like lose a lot of students I think if you don't adapt to the new technology because we're going after it especially the young kids growing up today they want to be in that technology and that is not knowledge is power it's more like to collab, to be there, to the network, the social skills. It's a lot of those momentums that's coming into education in a different way from when I was young. You mentioned social skills there. How, what sort of things can we teach and how can we teach uh, younger people to improve their social skills, especially at university level, to create leaders and innovators of the future? I think solving problems together is like the best solving problems or challenges together in a group is like the best education you can have. It's kind of a leadership education in itself, but also the group dynamics and and everything, all the skills that you need to be able to work in a in a team is actually the very best practice to to learn soft skills because you learn by trial and error. And that's a, a momentum when it comes to soft skills. So I think a lot of things that we go, uh, that we're gonna see in the future is a different way. We're doing it some such today as well, but I think we're gonna see more of that because that's the very best way to train leadership and to train uh, soft skills is to, to be around and together with other people solving uh, problems and challenges, especially if you gain them for the, for the future challenges that we have as well. So, so that's what I think is really, is like the best way of training soft skills. Collaboration is important. Do we need um, on campuses in universities, do you think we need physical spaces where people can get together to collaborate more? Yeah, I think that's a key. Uh, I think that's a very big key and I think that's what the university is actually going to be. It's like you get together for the social and the networking because that's also a big part of, of the university and also of the human uh, human skill. So I think that's something that, that the campus is going to be like that social place where you go you maybe have some tasks that you're going to solve together because we always need that physical appearance and the physical connection because we're human beings. So that don't go away. It's just that it, I think that the lecturing and as it's been done historically, it's going to go out because and in my like visionary way of the future of education, I see like holograms with the best professors in the world, but the best professor in, in one university doesn't mean they can't in the other university because if we work with holograms we can actually meet the best professors in the field in the world and they get to see all the students uh, all over the world so I think free education is going to be something that's really going to go and all going to be really attractive and I also see that the way of 
teach lecturing will be different. So that's what I see. So I think it's going to be more of a social place and, and things like that. Yeah, and what helps um, some of the skills that are needed for that are things like empathy and creativity. Mm. What helps you uh, personally with your creativity? It's being around the brilliant, as I usually say, I'm addicted to brilliant minds and especially wild minds. I love it. And I think that's something that goes in the connection with other people, because what we see, like if you look at the skills of the future of leadership, for instance, it's the, what I said was collaboration is creativity, but also a lot when it comes to empathy. And you can say the picture of Yoda in, in Star Wars is a really good one to have on the future skills because we are going to be coaching. We're going to be like security place in the, in the mind of, of leadership, but also global perspective on everything we do. So the global mindset and like curiosity of different cultures and how to collab together that's going to be a really big part moving into to the to the future and i think those comes with the with the hanging around other people and i think that's something that really sparks my creativity is when i meet other people from other cultures from that has other views than i do to actually challenge my point of truth to actually move it to the next level and that's other people connecting with people from other cultures and and borders sort of being bypassed and the walls of universities not necessarily maintaining their structure in the future, being able to collaborate across countries. Is is there exciting things happening in places that you'd like to talk about? A few examples of the universities, for example, the singularity you mentioned earlier. Would you be able to just talk a bit about what they're trying to do? What we have is the university has a history and especially the old way of education comes with a lot of pride and a lot of like respect for the history, but the history that we had up to now, we need to change it. And we need to adapt to the future to still be to still be top of mind. So I think that the university that historically had a really like good name and people were going there, they also need to adapt and to look at a new popular university, if you want to call it like that, like Singularity, like International Space University, they actually embrace the future, not saying the other universities don't do it, but they also train like the mindset uh, expanding your mind is a different way of approaching uh, the way of teaching. So I will say that I think the collab between all of these should be like a momentum for all because everyone in the world today needs education in various levels. So I had the honor to be in New York uh, 2017 for the launch of Agenda 2030 with the 17 global goals that we all need to achieve by 2030. Climate change being one of them, but it's a lot of challenges. Education is one of the biggest challenges we have. And my reflection coming back home from there was that we need education. Everyone in the world needs education from the, from the developing countries to the other. So we all need education. And I think the collab and the curiosity, what other people do and how we can train the, the whole humanity is something that we really need to, to embrace. And that's what I think that tear down the walls, start to be curious, 
just as I've been doing to upskill myself all the time. We need to do that within the universities as well. We need to look outside of our world and our silo to see what's happening. And I think that's very good that you that you asked me that question because I think there's something that we all need to take and that's responsibility for our own development. Just because you work in a university doesn't mean that uh, that you know everything. And I think that working in a university and as you do today when you reach out in this podcast is really important because what's actually going on in the world? What can we learn from singularity? Why is so many people all around the world signing in to their education? What do they do that we can learn from? Have I done myself a course in Singularity University or in, in International Space University to, to gain my knowledge or top my skills? So I think it comes down to own responsibility of being curious, but also taking responsibility for your own development. I had to do that as a leader, because if I'm going to lead and inspire others to follow and to follow my path and my businesses, I need to be top educated, because if I don't know what's going to impact the future of businesses, the future of society, the future of myself and my kids, how am I going to lead in the future? And I think that's question it's it's everyone should ask themselves to actually be curious and go out to to learn something some new skills it's it's lovely <laughs> if universities if you can learn now more sort of remotely on online and and individually how important is it that universities think about the well-being of students and nurturing them as people too how how can we give space for that I think that's a key in everything. It, it goes with employers. It goes with uh, with everything. Keeping the engagement in employees as well as students is like really important. And I think that's like the basic of everything because the well-being is something that we also need to, especially where we are now, because the world around us is getting more and more complex, and and you can get stuck in there in the complexity. Uh, oh, I'm not going to try to say it in English, but <laughs> but you can get stuck in there. And I think that somewhere along the way in a more complex world, we need easy solutions. And I think when we have a lot of change in and the exponential technology development goes so quickly as it does today, uh, people and human beings, we need security, we need comfort, we need, uh, we need to be able to also lead ourselves. And I think that's one of the biggest keys to the future, not only on education, but also the future of life, is to actually go down and learn how to lead yourself. And I think that should be like in any school, not only in universities, like preschool as well, but you need to go down to actually be able to learn how to lead yourself because change starts within and once you learn how you function what uh, what's balanced for you how is your life balance looking being a student or being an employee or being a leader doesn't matter it's so important when we look at the world today and I think that being top of training the self-leadership I think it should be on every university and every school's agenda because that's making a difference for all the students that are there and you can bring something really good to the to the future so I think that self-leadership 
And we've done some really interesting like tests in Sweden with self-leadership and one of the universities here in Stockholm has done it. And I think that really came out so positive. I can send you the link to some of it. And it's been done with also one of the biggest Karolinska Institute. It's a, it's a uh, research and development. So I think that came out so positive and and getting more and more attention because that kind of the shift that we are in right now to move into the new society. So self-leadership should be on everyone's agenda. That brings good to everyone. Fantastic response there. Yeah, and self-leadership is a lot of the time just pausing, I think, and, and going in and recognizing what your needs are at the beginning of the day and uh, putting things in order. You've mentioned about holograms earlier, about looking into the future. Could you just close your eyes, I suppose, and imagine we were 30, 40 years into the future? How do you foresee, what predictions do you have of what university spaces might look like then? Oof, 30, 40, you know, uh, from, uh, I don't think we even can picture a world in 30, 40 years because our development is moving so quick and it's moving quicker than us. And I've been speaking a lot about this within the emerging space industry because the space industry and the technology within that field is just like, it's faster than exponential. And uh, we don't have the laws, we don't have the regulations, so we're sitting here as humanity. And I can say it's the first time when I actually seen the gap that we can't really keep up. So we're behind, we don't have regulation, we don't have, we need, and we don't know how to do that because uh, we've never done it before. So now we see AI, the pandemic, we're seeing all these global challenges and within the emerging space industry and we really don't know how to grasp them and that's now so when you ask me 30 40 years ahead um i picture myself that we're free i don't know where that comes from but if you ask me to close my eyes we're going into <laughs> we're going into space we're free we're free and i think knowledge is free and i think we we don't we hang together with a lot of creativity. We paint, we dance, we do culture, we do art. That part of the human soul that has been like tucked away for so many years when knowledge has been power, I see that. And I see a lot of happy people. And I think that that sing, dancing, that type of creativity and that part of the brain will be the universities and knowledge will be an upgrade because 30 40 years ahead we will have uh, our phones is in our hands now and a lot of people talk about it soon it be in our mind and in our brain and that that's that's coming and i think so knowledge will also will only be an upgrade so I think that universities in 30, 40 years will be like a platform when you meet other people to engage, to discuss, to talk about philosophy, other stuff like that, dance, create. That I see in 30, 40 years. Ah, sound a little bit flower power there. <laughs> no, it sounded, it sounded like a beautiful vision of what we could get to if we solve some of those imminent issues that we're facing at the moment what would yeah. you say what would you say are the biggest problems that we need to 
jump over or solve in order to have that lovely, beautiful picture of the future you painted for us? I think our biggest challenge at the moment, now I'm going quite uh, holistically, our biggest challenge at the moment is that we don't, uh, as a human race, the humanity, we don't have a global legal body. And I think that's one thing that we need to address and we need to address it now. We see, and I've mentioned AI and the pandemic and also the emerging space industry where we're going out to space without regulation because who's going to hold those regulations, especially with AI as well. And we have a lot of things happening and I, I would say that AI is already out of control, but the gene is out of the bottle, that's how you can say it. But we need some regulations today because AI is actually going to take over a lot of the things that we do today, thank God. So we don't have to, to do a lot of the tasks that we do today, which means that we will get time and that time is going to go to the creativity that I just mentioned. So I think what we need is to make sure that uh, AI is under as much control and as much regulation as possible due to human values and ethics. And I think that's something that a global legal body needs to, to do. We only have the UN, we have and we also have World Economic Forum, but those are not correct. So we're going to go from like nation states to a global mindset and we're doing it now like you and me speaking today i was in uh, speaking with uh, london yesterday and and this evening i'm speaking in germany so things and this is just me and i'm just just a normal human being so i think that we're moving into a global mindset it goes very quickly but to to be able to fast forward also our development to match the technology we need that global legal body to actually and it's going to be a hard one. I think it's going to be our hardest test yet to actually tr try to get together to decide what are the bases that we want to live in, what are our values and how do we how do we gain that? How do we get equality for all on earth? How do we divide our resources on earth? And we have the tools today with AI and everything to actually do it. We just need that initiative to to get to get going. And I think I was in an amazing dialogue with the four different religions to talk about how to find a common ground and common values. And to hear those leaders from the different religions actually sit around the round table and speak about it. And you go underneath everything and into the source and everyone is speaking about love. And we're actually kind of connected and they decide and you see these people there's no wars there's nothing it's just love in the bottom of everything and that we're all one so we can agree but we need that global legal body to to be able to address some of the questions that we have and that's a joint uh, joint question for humanity so so i think that's our biggest challenge and i think that's something that we need to address and we need to address it now yeah, and um, it's really great to hear that you're speaking with people to try and find a similar similar consciousness of love, I suppose, moving forward. Mia, just we're going to finish off very shortly. I wonder if there's a question that you can think of that you'd like to ask those people involved in creating and managing university spaces. What would you like to ask them? I would like to ask them to be curious and to go out and study, not study, but to, to actually look around in the world, a really good example, 
because what I sensed where I was a little bit politically involved within my education in Sweden and what what I <laughs> what I noticed is that we sat in the same room trying to figure something new out and I was like in that room and I said but we can't just sit here we need to go and visit Finland we need to go and visit India what do they do that's just amazing to have the best school system in the world or and how is the future of education looking so I think I would just ask everyone to be curious and to move from the details up to the holistic and the vision and to actually challenge the mind like you are doing with me today. So this conversation that we've been having, when you're going to build a new university, it's very easy to just repeat the same system. And I think to move out and get inspiration from others is such a key. And mainly not only university, go and visit really good companies, go and see what Google does, go and see what Apple does, because also some of these uh, companies in Tesla, for instance, where I've been working, some of these companies are actually really big factors and they're the ones that are going to employ the people that you uh, educate. So, of course, you need to see what do they want and how can we give our education that thrive and that uh, urge of like of a momentum, if you know what I mean. So I think curiosity and creativity. Great stuff. And uh, the final thing then, Mia, if you could just complete this sentence. University spaces should be. Lovable. <laughs>